Welcome to episode number 81. This is Alpha Mike, your host on Radio Cop Nation. Today we feature PIO, or Public Information Officer, the mouthpiece, the statement person, the official bearer of the official word of the agency. These individuals will tell the community what they need to know and how much they need to know. They network with the community via media outlets, such as social media, radio, television, and anything else they can get their hands on. The objective here is to engage the community with the police department. They have an array of things that they do. There is a lot of behind-the-scenes of what they do. Now, some agencies have chosen not to have a public information office, and the highest executive of the police department, chief, sheriff, director, whatever title they have, they take it upon themselves to be that official spokesperson. But there are several problems with that at times. One, it's extremely time-consuming for that chief executive. And two, you might get caught up in something you don't want to get caught up with or how much you knew during the time of the incident because you gave a public statement. And who's going to come after your kids? The lawyer. The lawyer will come after you. So police departments everywhere in the United States have used the buffer better known as the PIO, the Public Information Officer. So we will have special guests that will cover the aspects of this important aspect of law enforcement. But before we get to that, you know we have to come up with the official leadership quote of the week. This week's leadership quote, we stand firmly behind it, is the leadership is not about a title or a destination. It's about an impact, influence, and inspiration. Impact involves getting results. Influence is about spreading the passion you have for your work. And you have to inspire teammates and customers. Robin S. Sharma. The leadership quote. Now, I know you're probably wondering, how in the world do I get in contact with these guys? Who are these guys? I kind of ran through them through the internet, and I want to be a part of the Raider Cop Nation. Well, first thing you do is you type in RaiderCopNation.com. Scroll all the way down, the icons pop up, and that brings you to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter accounts, and YouTube. It also allows you on RaiderCopNation.com to register and get an email outlet. On RaiderCopNation.com, you can hear our weekly broadcast that they are uploaded every Wednesday. Every Wednesday morning, they hit the airwaves. You can also go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, 
Uh, who else did I miss? Well, the freaking list is so long sometimes. Tune in. And they are all there. Spotify. You can throw us on your Spotify list as well. And you can search Raider Cop Nation there. You will see our episodes. They're all there. They're all listed. And the price is amazing. It's free. So we encourage you to be part of the Raider Cop Nation with uh, a simple hit of a button. We bring this information to you to educate you as the public, whether you are active, retired, or thinking about law enforcement, or you're just a proud supporter of the agency that serves you in your community, and you're listening, we throw an array of subjects at you every week to educate you because your hometown agency may not do all these things. So we draw out the broad spectrum. Sometimes there's old, aggravated retired guys like myself that are irritated by the word that comes out of any millennial's mouth. But sometimes, being a little older, we should listen more and talk less. Because we may learn something quietly, of course. We won't make a public spectacle of our learning, but we will use that at a later time and put that in our knowledge tool chest. So, today's show... Public Information Officer, PIO. Some agencies use the executive chief of the agency. Some have a section, a bureau, a unit called the Public Information Section. Some might use officers. Some may use civilians. They respond to criminal activity that happens and inform the public of what they need to know based on information that the police department really needs to get back to the agency. So the outlet that is used is the media. And you know how the media goes nowadays. Sometimes they hit the mark. Sometimes they miss it big time. Sometimes they tell you for two years, he's guilty, he's guilty. I'm telling you he's guilty. He's crooked as they come, and nothing happens. But here the police department prepares a very clever statement in what to say because the truth matters in law enforcement. Well, we've searched and searched. We were negotiating as best we could, trying to get Wonder Woman back on the airwaves. We didn't know what to do. We were reaching out. We were using every mechanism possible to try to get her back on the microphone. But then her agent that signed her up to her exclusive contract with Raider Cop Nation, Mr. Sparky, suddenly resigned out of nowhere. And a new agent came in. He dealt with us. He spoke to us. Very monotone told us what the rules would be, and a signature was obtained. And today I have the honor and the pleasure of saying Wonder Woman is back.
Well, after some tough negotiations and at the last minute, we finally got her on the program. We weren't negotiating with her old agent, agent Mr. Sparky. <laughs> His cuddliness and all that wasn't going to work. She hired a new agent. God never even told us his name. But he negotiated the contract, and we're fortunate enough to have the one and only Wonder Woman. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Good evening. I hope everyone's doing well. They have been anticipating your arrival for so long, they're speechless. But Wonder Woman is <laughs> so back sorry. with I've us. I've been kind of busy. Fighting crime. It's always, you know, there's always a lot to do when you're, when you're out there fighting crime. But today's subject, we're talking about PIO, and a lot of people are wondering what in the world does PIO mean, public information, and what does Wonder Woman have to do with that? I've gave them a brief explanation of what PIO is, but in your own words, go ahead and break it down for the audience, PIO and, and some of the functionality. Well, PIO, um, I'll speak uh, on behalf of the department I work for. Um, I know that every department's different, but for us, uh, our public information office is the office that handles all of the um, news media outlets, handles uh, or is active or takes an active role outside of the department in every crime scene every news story or newsworthy story, um, anything, any investigations, um, and like I said, any of our uh, uh, high crimes, uh, domestic-related, um, murders, and whatnot. So we respond to the scene to gather all of the information, and once we have the information, we communicate to the media the information that is allowed uh, that will not hinder the investigation. So basically we work under the chief's office and we communicate with all of the media outlets, all of the channels within uh, Florida, and we just provide the information that they need without compromising the case. Now, Obviously, that's why... Uh-huh, go ahead. Now, approval for what exactly the statement is comes from the commander on the scene? Well, the commander on the scene, obviously you have the units that arrive, you have um, that initial unit that secures the crime scene, that gathers all of the initial information. That information is relayed to the detectives. So the detectives now become the commanders on the scene. When we arrive, um, the on-scene lieutenant or the active or field duty lieutenant is the one that requests PIO if they see that there are more than two media outlets arriving at the scene. Obviously, this is going to come, this is going to become, uh, you know, this is newsworthy. So then they request PIO, PIO responds. We gather any information that the initial responding officer had, anything that the detective uh, found out at the scene upon arrival. Um, <clears throat> They let us know what can be said, what cannot be said, and uh, they just let us handle the media. So we have like a staging area where all the media meets. We respond to that staging area, and from that staging area is where all of the news is uh, relayed to, to the public. But, you know, the information that we let out is just information that we get from the detectives and what can be put out. 
Right. And, and the, the reason for not giving out some of the information for the audience is, of course, because there are details of the ongoing incident that occurred that only certain suspects in questioning, they can kind of zero in whether they know what's going on or not. So that's why they leave those little tidbits out. The information that we get from the detective is what can be put out. And um, it's very limited, very basic. And it's information that we don't want the public to know so, that it, so it doesn't get um, divulged. And obviously, we don't want the offender uh, finding out what we know and what we don't know. Um, a lot of times, you know, people think that this is like CSI. You find out everything in one day and, you you know, you, you have an hour, so yeah. an hour show where you figure everything out from beginning to end. No, sometimes it takes a few days. It definitely does take more than, um, you know, 48 hours. And whatever cannot be gathered at the scene to resolve the case right away, you know, sometimes it takes a week or two or three. And, and we don't want anything leaked. So uh, this is why part of our departmental orders is that no officer on the scene can speak to the media because they do not know what we know and they don't know what to say and what not to say and how to say it, obviously. So the only ones that are allowed to talk to the media is the public information office authorized by the chief of police Correct. and anyone that's authorized by the chief. And that pretty much goes for anything, not even a crime scene. If, the, if a reporter shows up and wants to talk to an officer in the street, they usually push them towards PIO to, to handle that. Exactly. If an officer is approached, then obviously officers approached by a media outlet, they cannot speak to, to them. They have to refer them to, to the public information office. And if they're called, approached, if they show up at any of their scenes, anything that involves media, they automatically have to make notifications to the public information office so we can respond and handle it. We have our own officers in the public information office that if they, uh, the media outlets, you know, have an activity or need someone to speak at their functions or anything that is media related, then we would dispatch one of the officers from the public information office. Now, some of our younger audience members are probably out there eagerly awaiting to get involved in police work and they want to be a PIO. What's the background? What do I need to do to become a PIO? There's a requirement in our department that you need to have um, some sort of communication background. Obviously, that's not so for everyone. For example, uh, I did radio for a few years, and that's how they found out that I had, you know, some sort of uh, communications uh, background. Um, I spoke in public events, public places, at my church. I did a lot of public speaking. So that's how they uh, picked me up. And because of my Spanish uh, abilities, I can speak it, write it, read it uh, very well. So they needed an officer for the Spanish channels. And obviously, I don't have a communications degree, but uh, because I have the experience, they picked me. So if you're a police officer within the department, uh, most of our PIOs right now are officers. There has been instances where they, they've had civilians, but it's just basically applied to the department. And if you have some sort of communications degree, then you can apply for the unit. And if you're a police officer and you don't have a communications degree, but you do have some sort of degree, then um, you can also apply for the unit. And you need to speak well in front of people, um, you know, not be afraid of the audiences, speak both languages. 
and um, and just have some sort of experience in, in that public speaking aspect of, you know, of your career. Now, I also need to get certified, don't I? Well, if you're obviously if you're doing it as a police officer, yes, you need to be a certified police officer. But you don't. Um, it, within our department, public information office is a unit. Right. So if you're sworn. Uh, law enforcement officer, then it's just applying to the unit. Um, you do go through your interviews. It's like applying for a new job within the department. So basically you apply for the unit and if you have, and if you meet the requirements and they'll take you, they'll train you within the unit. So it's not anything that, you know, you go in there and you're already uh, a professional. They will train you as to how the chief wants you to handle the department's matters. Um, if you're a civilian, yes, you do need to have your degree because you're coming in on the uh, civilian aspect of it. So you need to, we have our camera guy worked with um, the media for many years. He was a reporter. He was a cameraman. So yes, as a civilian, he came in already with his, with his um, expertise. Now, but uh, as an officer, you can go to the academy and get like a certification on how to do public speaking and so forth, correct? Yes, we do offer classes, um, and it's our ITW class. It's our public speaking class. So okay. we do have a 40-hour course that you can take where you have to um, you take a uh, one-week course. You have to prepare your own uh, class. So you get tested at the end of the week. You have to present your own material, your own class, and you have to teach everyone in the class. So you have to do your PowerPoint, and you have to do all of your research so you you're actually presenting a research material um it's a public a public speaking class and it's taught for 40 uh, hours within the city so if you don't have any experience then you can take the class and and again it's just a 40-hour course everything else that you do comes with practice after you take the class they give you the fundamentals and then you just you know if you really like doing this then you pursue it you go to conferences you go to public speaking conferences, and the city offers a lot of training and a lot of conferences that you can go to. I went to so many of them. So, it's, you know, you, the city helps you perfect your, your, your craft. Your craft. Yeah. Now, it, of course, it's not only crime scenes. The also PIO office will connect with the community as well. Correct? Yeah. Yes. PIO does work with the community. Um, we do, for example, with the schools, if you have a career fair, that will be, um, through the public information office. If you have, um, for example, we have food that gets distribute, distributed every month in the different townships that's done through the public information office and our community relations section. So everything related to the community and anything that we can help with that will be through our PIO office. So we just basic, uh, you know, we deal with the media, the community, schools, and the businesses within the community. So anything that people want to do, blood drives is done through the PIO office. So anything that uh, the community wants to bring into the department has to go through the PIO office. So well, we, do, we, we, we do a lot. We do a lot. There is a lot of uh, happenings behind the scene. We're talking to Wonder Woman about the Public Information Office, what uh, is basically called the official spokesperson for a police department. 
Sometimes the chiefs of police hand that authority off to a specialized unit, and that's what we're talking about today. Now, uh, besides the functions, besides the crime scenes we're on, the official training and the unofficial training, you kind of get the -the on-the-job stuff, there's a lot of behind the scenes, and one of them is going to be your official communique. I know you guys have to put that together and kind of explain to our audience how that might work. Official statements from the department in writing. Yes, we have uh, blanket statements is what we call them. So every time something happens, we know what exact, and it's the same thing, you know, it it doesn't pertain to a crime scene. And let's say you have an officer involved shooting, you have an officer um, that was caught doing something that he shouldn't have he or she shouldn't have been doing something illegal. Um, this person's going to get relieved of duty. They're going to get fired. Once the community finds out, you know, people are going to start putting in public records requests. We handle that. We um, put those requests out, lawyers' offices, and, you know, whoever requests it. So we, we prepare them, we put them out, and we... If the officer was arrested, obviously we put out all the information as to why he was arrested, why he, what he did, and, and we, we redact the arrest form before putting it out there, but we would create a blanket statement, officer such and such, um, at such and such time. So we basically take the information, we redact it, and put it out. Again, we can put everything out. There are certain things that we can and certain things that we can't. So we create, the, the department does have blanket statements for things that happen within the department involving our officers, involving the community, you know, and anything involving the chief. So it's just basically you can see it as we are the spokesperson for the department, you know, but our main goal is to be transparent to put out the truth and put it out in a manner that it's not only going to uh, show the community that, listen, we are transparent, but we also have to cover ourselves. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to put everything out there. At the end of the day, we still have to do a job, and we don't want what we put out there to be misconstrued. And then you have other officers within the department that haven't done anything and being judged for what another officer did. So there's certain things you can put out and certain things you can't. Um, and it's all because of the investigation process. Okay, once the investigation is complete, then everything is out there. You know, we can put everything out there. This is what the person was arrested for. This is what they did. And this is it, you know. But until the investigation concludes, we can't do that. So we create blanket statements for all of those things. Now, does uh, the PIO... PIO office also work with uh, crime stoppers and so forth? Yes, we do. So um, if there's a crime that's committed and we really can't find the offender, but we know some way, somehow the community knows this person because um, for the most part, the crimes that happen within the city is from people that live within the city. Someone out there knows this person. So we work with Crime Stoppers when we can't solve the crime and we put the information out there and we give a reward for anyone that comes, that calls the department through Crime Stoppers 
and give some sort of information on the subject, and then obviously Crime Stoppers, not the police department, Crime Stoppers, then um, give them a reward. We also do uh, what's called, um, we, we go on, uh, on TV, we have the news media response to the station, and let's say that someone uh, murdered someone's mom. You know, uh, we have a family come in, we do a family plea, and we have the family come in, we have the news media come in, we sit them down at the public information office, and we have the detectives ask certain questions that we want the family to answer and certain facts that we want the family to say in front of the media. And this becomes a family plea uh, request uh, requiring or asking anybody that knows anything about the crime to please come forward or the offender himself or herself to come forward and, um, you know, have mercy and, and feel pity for what the family's feeling and just come forth. So we do family pleas, the blanket statements. We work with the media. We work with radio stations. So radio stations call, and they want to find that information. While you're sitting at your office, the same thing that I'm doing with you now, we do it at the station. We respond um, to interviews over the phone, and it's just all media-related. We answer every public uh, records request to, via email. Um, media has all of our emails and it's sent to us and we answer via email. So it's just, it, we do so much. And believe me, it's one of the, nothing that every office is not busy, but we're, we're very, very busy because we have to work within the office and we also have to respond to, to the crime scenes and everything else that's going on outside. So it's at, pretty busy. At whatever time, right? You at whatever time. So we have time. on call. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Out of. You could have three, four, five people working in the office, and for two weeks, round the clock, someone will be on call. So I'll be on call for two weeks, then my on-call finishes, and it's the next person, and then the next person. The thing is that every two weeks, you have someone that's on call. Whatever crime happens in the city, within those two weeks, at whatever time, one, two, three, four, five o'clock in the morning, we're responding. So you got to get dressed, and you got to get out there Yay. at those late hours. Gotta get up. Put your uniform on. <laughs> and you have to look impeccable for the cameras because you represent your agency and your chief. No slacking. So it is a tough job. No slacking. No slacking. So I've never been uh so I've never been a wear makeup kind of person. And my God, when I started working PIO, it was like, Are you serious? Do I have yep. to put this on? And it was like my biggest challenge because I wasn't, you know, that just wasn't me. But I learned pretty quickly. If you and have was, ever been wondering, <laughs> does Wonder Woman have any challenges? You've heard it here today on Radar Cop Nation, one of those challenges. Big responsibility. And uh, a lot of people are wondering, why in the world is Wonder Woman involved in PIO? Because if you follow the series of Wonder Woman, she speaks <laughs> several languages. That's what, you know, she, a lot of a lot of our fans are not picking up on that, but we'll we'll remind so them. So I speak. You want to do you want me to tell you how many languages I speak? Go ahead. Okay, Spanish, Espanol, English, English, <laughs> Castellano, Latin. <laughs> I speak a lot of languages. <laughs> and Spanglish. Ah, uh, you know, it's just and it's Spanglish. Spanish. I speak Spanglish. There and you Spanglish. Go. <laughs> Spanglish is an actual language, almost. almost. It is. It is. Wonder Woman, well-versed at all levels, well-versed. But wait a minute, before you go, 
I see there's a call yeah. coming in. Let's oh, let, wow. me, let me see who this could be. I think who this Ooh. is. Hold on a second. Wait a minute. My caller ID here is saying Captain America. It can't be. Hello? Yes. How are you doing? Is this Captain America? It sure is. Oh, my. It is. <laughs> I recognize that voice. I, I, I hope you like the show, sir. Um, it was excellent. Thank you very much. I'm very proud of you. Well, we're following exactly how you wanted that contract spelled out, and that's what we're doing, trying to keep her in there within a very limited time. <laughs> so we, we've completed the show, and I'm, I'm glad that you're monitoring this too, sir. And now that we know what your name is, we'll, we'll add you to the show notes, Captain America. <laughs> keep up the good work. Thank you very much. Well, it has been our honor and pleasure to have you on our show as always, Wonder Woman. We know that you are you have time constraints now based on your new contract, so we will <laughs> let you go. Now, we don't know how well, you're going to leave you. today. If you're going to leave swimming or crashing. Oh, we'll figure crashing. it out. It's, well, we'll figure it out as you leave. <laughs> Once again, it's our well, it's honor to have pleasure. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much for inviting me. Um, everyone have a safe, safe uh, uh, time. And um, it'll be a pleasure to uh, have you all back at some other time. So it was a pleasure to have Wonder Woman on the show and bringing that knowledge that we so desperately need. Hold on a minute. Getting a little note here from our engineer. He says, listen to the end of the tape again on Wonder Woman's exit. All right, let's let's hear it one more time. Well, our engineer in the booth was really on point because we clearly heard not one splash, but two. And the second splash was a lot heavier than the first. Hmm. I think, folks, it's time for Radio Cop Nation to start an investigation to see what exactly is going on with Wonder Woman. But we're glad that you're here. We're glad that you have listened to our medium, always providing knowledge for those that are seeking it. And mentoring is a value that you can't put a, a measuring stick to. It's something when you give back, it costs, you can't measure. You cannot measure that cost for those people that will accept receive 
and expand on the knowledge you have given them. And that's what we try to do here. RadarCopNation.com is, is where you can always contact us and, of course, connect to our social networking. Now, this is Episode 81, Public Information Officer. We had Wonder Woman here. The contract was extended for a back-to-back episode. That's right, folks. So that means Episode 82, April 10th, we have Neighborhood Enhancement Team, NET, with none other than Wonder Woman. And I think that that's a great opportunity to ask about the two splashes, and we might even have to play that for her so she can hear it for herself, just to refresh the memory a little bit. Okay, also up on uh, April's lineup, we have uh, April 17th, episode number 83 with Kilo Sierra, our buddy. He is coming and teaching us a course called the Off-Duty Officer. It is a course that a course that he created. He will be teaching uh, this uh, summer, I believe in May, down in Palm Beach, Florida, and we're going to allow him to tell us a little bit about all that. I'm excited that he's uh, moving his repertoire around the country. So Kilo Sierra will be with us April 17th on episode number 83 to discuss his own curriculum, the officer, the off-duty officer, the off-duty officer. And we wrap up the month of April, uh, April 24th, with episode number 84 with Delta Delta, the correction superhero. And we will be talking about none other than the Academy. The Academy. And what do they in the world teach them? How long is it? How tough might it be? And what's it missing? Those might be some of those areas that we might be discussing on episode 84. It is always my pleasure and my honor to come out on these radio airwaves and broadcast to you our wisdom so you, the listener, whether you are active, retired, thinking about getting in in law enforcement, or just a proud supporter of those individuals that put their lives on the line every day and a supporter of the agency that serves you. I, I love to give back, and we all do, and that's why we have some tremendous superhero co-hosts here that can share their knowledge. Or like Mike Sierra says, spit that knowledge out. And we are enthusiastic about always having our guest on. Now, we got a lot on the horizon. I know there's a lot to do. There's a lot of drama in the media. I mean, for God's sake, the guy on that uh, TV show, whatever his name is, the one that uh, paid the guys, the two big guys to beat him up and pour something on him, and and, uh, this is mega country, no charges, we found that after two years, the media was lying. 
we, we have the information. The president's guilty. We found his hairspray and his comb underneath the bed. Nothing. It was a big farce. And the media is just out of control, throwing out garbage at us. But you can always have a peaceful time listening to a podcast. Hopefully it's ours, but with the selection of podcasts in the thousands, if not millions, it gives you that selection. Podcast, which is replacing radio slowly but surely, is the way of the future. And Radio Cop Nation has signed on way before radio disappears. Now, as always, we're going to remind you of one more thing. You train up each and every day for the training aspect of your career or the possible career you might have or the career you had. That means you're an old goat like I am and you have to keep up your deadly skills. So you train, train, and train again. Hopefully, you have the opportunity to do it right. So we give you a little bit more of that knowledge. We allow you to put some of that those tools in your knowledge tool chest to help you as you go down that road. But we also need you to build up your spiritual realm as well. What good is it if I learn how to use my equipment to the excellence, to the standard that nobody can even fathom, but I am lost spiritually? You see, if you build up on your spiritual, you may never need to use those deadly skills because you travel with him, the almighty, the, the high and mighty one. As a result, we've done a program just for you. If you're a follower of the program, you know that we used to combine them both on our podcast, but now we separate them because we have some negative Nancys out there that don't like the two. So now we've created Test Everything 1521, and what I like to call A Wall Monday, True Soldier to Christ on Sunday, and quickly going A Wall on Monday, we'll bring you back with 15 minutes or less of God's powerful word for your life. It's only 15 minutes or less. So I encourage you to listen. Where do you get it? RaiderCopNation.com and go to the selection that says on the top bar, test everything. Click on that and that will show you all our broadcast. Now, here's the key though. We've broadcasted about 65 of them now. They erase after 90 days. So if you go there today, you're not going to find 65. You're going to find a lot less. So take advantage. Now, a lot of the ones that we did prior were five minutes of less of your busy time on the power of God's word. But now we're doing 15 or less. So we encourage you to jump on, listen, and start your week off correct with Test Everything 1521. Don't go AWOL. As always, it is my honor and my pleasure to be your host on Raider Cop Nation. Don't forget to pray for yourself, pray for your family, pray for your community, pray for the agency that serves you, 
and pray for the United States of America. This is Alpha Mike signing out. And guide her through the night with a light from above, from the mountains to the prairies, to the oceans, white with foam. God bless America, my home, sweet.